0: Hey, how's everybody doing, and welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. Had a really great episode yesterday with Stuart Wanamaker talking about UNC football and basketball, but I really wanted to get you guys this episode today. Talking about the NFL Week 17, talking about my New York football giants just missing out on the playoffs, although we did beat Dallas over the weekend, we'll get into all of that. This is actually my second take with this episode because my mic wasn't plugged in the first time small issue but we will continue and without further ado let's just hop straight into it there's a lot to get into this episode i'm going to talk about the giants first and then i'm going to get into the philadelphia eagles because i have a lot to say about them giants beat the cowboys 23 to 19 beating the cowboys is always a great thing daniel jones he had a pretty good day 17 of 25 229 yards two touchdowns threw a pick that was all evan ingram's fault I mean how Evan Ingram made the Pro Bowl is beyond me one touchdown catch on the season I saw that out of the 12 interceptions for the Giants this season from their quarterbacks six were targets to Evan Ingram he needs to go he sucks and how he made the Pro Bowl I just don't get it I can't put a thought in my mind that makes sense for why he would make the Pro Bowl but we all know that and we all know he stinks Gallman ran for 65 yards. Sterling Shepard actually had a pretty good day. Eight receptions, 112 yards, and a touchdown. Also ran for a touchdown. So good to see Shepard ball out in, his, in our last game of the season. And this defense is big time. I love this defense, and I love what we have going into next season. Leonard Williams was just a monster. 11 and a half sacks on the year. He's going to get paid. We got guys like Blake Martinez finishing out strong. I love Bradbury. I love this young secondary. Xavier McKinney gets his first pick, and again, beating Dallas is just such a good feeling because the most delusional fan base in all of sports, they really thought they were going to make the playoffs, they really thought just because you win three games against three lousy teams, they come into MetLife Stadium, and the Giants put them away for good. Obviously, didn't matter with Washington winning on Sunday Night Football. It was great to see us win the last game of the season i think we're going in with a lot of momentum we've got a lot of upside we get saquon barkley back next season we have the 11th pick in the draft. we're going to be fine but i only wanted to talk about that for a little bit because we need to talk about these philadelphia eagles sunday night football playoff implications on the line eagles are down 17 to 14 in the fourth quarter After Jalen Hurts misses one of his receivers in the end zone on fourth and goal, instead of kicking a field goal, Doug Peterson, who I really don't like right now for many reasons, he says, you know what? We want Nate Sudfeld to get some reps. Let's put him in the game. Take out Jalen Hurts. We've got a $128 million man in Carson Wentz as a healthy scratch for, for God knows what. I have no idea why that is. So you put Sudfeld in the game, and immediately from that point on, we knew the Eagles aren't winning this game because this third-string quarterback isn't it. He's not good. You, You have two quarterbacks on your bench who could have gone out and won you that game as bad as Jalen Hurst was throwing the football, and as much conflict as Carson Wentz has with Doug Peterson at this moment. Those two guys would have won you the game because Washington wasn't playing too well, honestly, offensively. But no. You lose on purpose to get... Three better picks in the draft. You go from nine to six. Now here's here's my thing with this. I hear guys on TV. They're taking. I mean, there are obviously people taking one side and the other. I know taking is part of the NFL. It's not the fact that they did it. It's how they did it for me. If you put Sudfeld at the start of the game, want to get him a game, knowing that you're going to lose that game to get the better pick, that's fine. At least you did it at the start of the game. At least you said it from the start that hey, we want to lose. We got these players preparing all week, missing out on New Year's Eve, not being able to see family a lot probably but because of COVID protocol. At least you tell them, "Hey, we're going to we're trying to lose to to benefit our future to get a better draft pick." That would make sense. I'd probably be on board with it if I'm an Eagles fan. But when you are down 3 points in the fourth quarter, you can't pull your starter because you want a third string to get reps it doesn't work that way Doug Peterson it's an absolute disgrace to the game his players are already very mad at him because with all the preparations that defense was playing their tail off and you throw in some guy off the street no offense to Sudfeld but once we once he went in the game everyone on the planet knew Eagles lost this game on purpose And it's a shame, because Doug Peterson is going to keep his job, he probably got permission to do this from ownership, from the GM, when in reality, he should be downright fired for screwing over his players, lying to his players, and losing a game on purpose. Not just losing a game on purpose, in the middle of a competitive game. It's utterly ridiculous, it's disrespectful to the game, and it's shameful what Doug Peterson did. As the head coach, your job is to coach to win the game. That move did not help the Eagles win the game. And again, if you want a better draft pick, for me, do it from the start. I don't care. But not in a three-point game, not in a very winnable game with playoff implications where the Washington football team is going to celebrate on your home turf. You got your defensive coordinator saying, we're not going to let them celebrate on our field. You got your center two weeks earlier saying winning is the most important thing. And you've got this guy, Doug Peterson, who clearly has an ego. Clearly can't take criticism, never admits he's wrong. You got him losing this game on purpose in the fourth quarter, in a close game. Now let me just take you back a few years and talk about the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. 2016 through 2017, can't remember? You draft Carson Wentz second overall. Second season, he goes on an MVP caliber season, tears his ACL. We all know what happens from there. Nick Foles goes up uh, for Carson Wentz, wins the Super Bowl. He plays hero ball. The next year, same thing happens. Carson Wentz has a pretty good season, gets injured. Nick Foles wins a playoff game, takes him to the divisional round. Last year, Carson Wentz playing with practice squad players, playing with awful receivers, single-handedly carries this team to nine wins with, again, literal practice squad players. Greg Ward was one of their best receivers last year, and he was literally off of the practice squad. Team was horrible on paper. Injuries all over the place. Yet he willed them to victory. Got them to a playoff game. And what do you do to help this guy out? You draft his successor in Jalen Hurts. Because Carson Wentz and Peterson can't agree on the offense, Peterson's offense was obviously not working for Wentz. So you draft Hurts, put Wentz in a bad situation, putting so much pressure on a guy who had so much pressure beforehand because he had no one to help him out. And if we're speaking of draft picks, this is the team who hasn't drafted a Pro Bowler in half a decade. And when we're talking about receivers to help out Carson Wentz, you draft Nelson Aguilar. He's a bust. He's in Las Vegas now. And the two huge ones, you draft J.J. Sega whiteside over D.K. Metcalf. In the same draft for you draft Jalen Hurts. You draft Jalen Rager, who still has good potential. I like him as a player. He was just unhealthy this season. But you draft him over Justin Jefferson and Brandon Aik, but mainly Justin Jefferson? star wideout out at LSU, balling out in the college football playoffs? I did not hear of Jalen Rager before the draft. We knew who Justin Jefferson was, and we saw what he did. He should win Offensive Rookie of the Year, in my opinion. So the GM sucks because he doesn't know how to draft. You got a coach who isn't helping out your star quarterback, who you paid $128 million to because you're asking to draft his successor, putting Wentz on a verbatim. And then just to cap it off, you Wentz, horrible season. No denying that he played awful, deserved to get benched. You put in cars or Jalen Hurts. Your job is to figure out if Jalen Hurts is your future. And in a game where he could have shown glimpses of being clutch, of winning a game in the fourth quarter, you take that opportunity away from him and put in some random third string quarterback. It's inexcusable. And I'm hearing these players are confused. They're not happy with what Doug Peterson did. He should get fired. These players should go to the GM, go to ownership, whatever higher ups they have, because honestly their higher ups are going to be gone. Zach Ertz is going to be gone. Jason Kelsey might be gone. Brandon Graham, he's really the only one I can think of. He's probably going to stay next year. This team is an absolute mess. They have cap issue problems. They have no money to sign anyone. You can't draft well. And you've got a horrible quarterback controversy because your stubborn coach with a massive ego decided to draft competition for Carson Wentz when what he needed most was help. I mean, I just can't believe that you lose this game on purpose in the middle. You're trying to figure out if Jalen Hurts is your guy. All of that talk about how Jalen Hurts is better than Carson Wentz. You can't even let him finish out this game. Why would you want to play for Doug Peterson anymore? What incentive do you have to trust any word that he says. I I mean I am fired up about this. And then you got guys like Marcus Spears on ESPN saying who cares about what they did? What do you mean, who cares? You got players working hard. Playing playing for their family, playing for pride at that point. You hear JJ Watt going an epic speech after going after they the Texans fell to four and eleven talking about how you try and you go out there to win the game and then you got this awful coach who in my opinion is a not a good coach he was completely over he overshadowed the greatness of frank wright who is now in indianapolis he's the reason that offense was cooking he's the reason why carson wentz was an mvp uh, candidate not doug peterson I mean, with some of this stuff, I'm just speechless. Now, obviously, there's nothing we can do about it at this point. But if you're a Philadelphia Eagle fan, you've got a rough road ahead of you. This team stinks. I've already run through all their problems with their drafting, the quarterback controversy. That culture is completely gone. And if you're going to rebuild, you got to rebuild the coaching staff too. Because Doug Peterson ain't it. He should go he should go solely for that decision because you did it in the middle of the game because you basically backhanded your player saying you know what you played hard for three quarters I don't care I'm going to pull our starter who I've been preaching as the guy I feel very bad for Carson Wentz a lot of people have been dogging him because he hasn't been playing well and no doubt he's been playing horrible but look at what he's dealing with. He, he This coach does not have his back. I hope he gets traded. I think Indianapolis is a great spot. Philip Rivers look like, looks like he might be at the end of his career. I hope Wentz can find a place because I have a ton of respect for him. Every time the Giants go against him, Wentz scares me because he's got a load of talent. He's obviously regressed. But what have these coaches done to help him? What has management done to help him? He didn't choose his receivers. He didn't draft those guys. It's just an organizational failure. This team is an absolute mess. That's really what I have to say about that. The Eagles, just a horrible organization. We already knew that, though, as Giants fans. Eli Manning tweeting out, this is why we don't like the Eagles. Well, yeah, obviously. Giants players upset that They basically lost that game on purpose. You should never want to lose anything on purpose. I'm a very competitive person. I don't like losing. Imagine what those players are thinking, knowing that their coach wanted to lose. And once again, to go up three draft picks just to draft the wrong guy, I'm so excited for them not to take Devonta Smith or Jamar Chase. They're not going to. This team is screwed because if you keep Wentz, And Peterson, they're never going to work out. That relationship, in my opinion, is done. You got Wentz on a huge contract. You got Jalen Hurts behind him. He's not going to be happy if he gets that opportunity. And then got some taken away from him, as in this last week. And then you drafted that second-round quarterback for absolutely nothing because you go back to Carson Wentz. This team is royally doomed. Now, as a Giants fan, I hope Doug Peterson stays. He's awful. He's not a good coach. Again, completely, I mean, Frank Wright seems like he did all the dirty work offensively. He has no idea what he's doing. He's, as a Giants fan, I hope Doug Peterson stays for a long, long time because he has lost that locker room and it's going to make the Eagles worse the more he's there. Run Carson Wentz out of town, please. I'm scared of Carson Wentz because he can beat the Giants with absolutely nothing. He's done it so many times. But just as an NFL fan, it's just very wrong what Doug Peterson did, and and again, I'm going to keep saying it, he should lose his job, these players should push for him to lose his job. You don't do that, there are plenty of guys in the NFL dying for an opportunity to coach who want to win every game. Look at Anthony Lynn, won four games in a row to end the season, gets fired, got a promising rookie quarterback, he probably would love another year with Justin Herbert, gone doesn't get another opportunity it's just not right Doug Peterson has a lot of explaining to do and this is probably going to be his last year this next one if he messes it up he's probably got one more year but the Eagles are in shambles I will say this though transition to the Washington football team because I've been on a long enough rant about those stupid Philadelphia Eagles Huge congratulations to Alex Smith and Ron Rivera. Talk about perseverance. These two guys, with Ron Rivera going through cancer, Alex Smith almost losing his leg. The fact that he's playing football right now, he should not be playing football at all. He should have that. Should have been it for Alex Smith. What was that? 17 leg surgeries. I mean, he's got comeback player of the year, obviously, but it's more than that for Alex Smith. He's and he seems like a great guy, a great teammate, and again. Just the perseverance and strength and the utter willpower to get through what he went through. I commend him, and I am truly happy for Alex Smith that he's going to get a shot in the playoffs. Same with Ron Rivera. Congratulations to the Washington football team. They really stepped up towards the end of the year, especially that defense with Chase Young. And I'll get into the playoff matchups later into the week, but I just want to say that about Alex Smith. I am really, really happy for the guy. So in terms of other NFL news, because I really needed to talk about those Philadelphia Eos and what Doug Peterson did for the majority of this episode to give my opinion on it. Because I'm, I'm obviously mad at Peterson, but just for the way he did it. But anyways, Dolphins, got a prediction right. Hey, look at me. Dolphins, they lose to Buffalo, every other AFC team, the Titans, the Browns, the Colts, and the Ravens. They all win their games. Miami, as I predicted, lose. However, something I did not predict was that Kyler Murray was going to get injured. If Kyler Murray doesn't get injured, I think they win that game because Jared Goff isn't playing, and that was a huge game for Kyler Murray, but obviously Rams win that one with the backup quarterback. Wolford. I think his name is. Credit to him. He has a very, very good story. I think he played well. And then obviously with the Bears losing to Green Bay, they still get in because Arizona lost. So Mitchell Trubisky. Quarterback for the Bears looked like he was done. He's been pretty good this year, guys. Don't sleep on Mitchell Trubisky. Who knows? Maybe he makes an unexpected run in the playoffs. I think the Bears are a really tricky team. Going up against the Saints isn't helpful, but they snagged the seventh seed. So the playoffs are set. AFC, we got Colts and Bills. We got Ravens, Titans, we got Brown, Steelers, NFC, we've got the Rams and the Seahawks, Buccaneers and Washington, Bears, Saints. I think we got a good, good set of games. Wild card weekend. Packers get the buy in the NFC, Chiefs get the buy in the AFC with the new playoff format with seven teams. I'm excited. I think there's a lot of good football coming in. I will talk about that on Friday. Tonight, UNC plays basketball against Miami. I'll recap that tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode. A little bit of a different episode. I don't typically go on rants like I did in this one, but I was really feeling a type of way about those Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow.